Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this edition of the podcast, Bill welcomes back Thomas Hines, Acting Chief of Health Administration at the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital in Tampa, Florida. This is part two of a two-part podcast in which Thomas continues his discussion of the VA enrollment process, including a discussion of priority groups. Thomas reminds you that if you have tried unsuccessfully to register in the recent past, it is time to try it again. Things change, and certainly since the PACT Act, veterans who would previously have not qualified may qualify now. This interview should provide more answers to some of the questions that you may have had. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And we have a return guest, a gentleman that was on with us last time, and he's back again to share more of his knowledge. Many people said, well, I can't get in the VA. I don't qualify for this. I don't qualify for that. The fact is, you really, no matter what we say here, you should sit down with a man like this at your local VA and talk about what your individual system is and how you're doing it. And maybe you are eligible, just don't know it. Plus, the law continues to change. My guest today is Thomas Hines, Acting Chief Health Administration Services, James A. Haley VA Hospital, one of the flagship hospitals. Welcome to the program, Thomas. Or I should say, welcome back. <laughs> it's good to be back always. Thanks, Bill. You know, th- there are so many things. You covered the various priority groups in the first program we did that was played a week or so ago. And that's important because knowing where you stand tells you what co-pays you might have, what benefits you might be able to get. All of those things are important, but it's equally important to maybe drill down on some of those things, like talking a little bit more about how much money I make and what does that affect my ability? You know, I have a lot of vets tell me, well, you know, when I joined the military, they didn't ask me how much money I made. And I'm sure you get that statement a lot, but, but it does matter here. So let's talk about money made. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about co-pays. Previously, we talked about what the eight priority groups are, so we're not going to rehash all of those. But I do want to reiterate that every veteran is unique. So your individual situation may be different than your neighbor's or your friend's situation, and they're enrolled at the VA. One thing I do get all the time, Bill, is I'll have a veteran that they'll tell me, well, my neighbor who makes more money than me gets this at the VA. Well, why can't I? 
And I'll tell the veteran, it really depends on your disability. It depends on your service. And it depends on your income level. Now, one, one thing I do want to hit, Bill, is uh, I get this question a lot. Once I'm enrolled in the VA, will my priority group ever change? And the answer to that question is, it may. Now, why is that important? We talked about priority groups before. Now, there's certain two groups of priorities that I really didn't cover that much, which is 8G and 8E, which means that for whatever reason, Bill, you came to the VA, you didn't have a service connection, and your income exceeded the income qualifications or the annual income house the, the annual income limit for health benefits all right now just because you start off as an ag things change like you mentioned before bill the law changes with the pact act when the pact act came into play many veterans that were previously ineligible became eligible you know with the enhancements to the different um, services that we have with certain things, it's going to change who's eligible. So just because I'm not eligible today does not mean I will not be eligible always. So I encourage veterans, even if they're not eligible today, to ask their local VA hospital and enrollment section, call the health eligibility section, or check online to see if something's changed. Now, what I wanted to do right now, Bill, is provide those numbers if it's okay. 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 So if you have a question about your eligibility, I encourage our veterans to call the Health Eligibility Center. That number is 877-222-8387. I say again, the Health Eligibility Center. Their number is 877-222-8387. And the Health Eligibility Center, they're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay? So wherever you're calling, keep that in mind. So if you have a question about, uh, you know, I served in, you know, I was on a sh this ship in Vietnam, and we were, you know, on this geographic location. Do I qualify under Priority Group 6? They can tell you based on the vessel that you were on. You know, I served in the Coast Guard, but I was on this ship during this time frame. And there's so many idiosyncrasies when it comes to enrollment. There's no way for me to cover each one in depth. Not without me getting killed by my producer. <laughs> yes. And that's why we need to talk to that veteran. And when we talk to that veteran, you know, we'll look at your DD-214. You know, real short story. I had a veteran came up here. He thought he was ineligible. I looked at his DD-214. I said, you have the Vietnam Service Medal. I said, you are automatically eligible. He said, why? Because you served in Vietnam. He said, yes, I did. You know, he said, I would have came to the VA years ago. Nobody told me that one. So again, certain things that we take for granted, a Vietnam vet, boots on the ground, no questions asked, come to the VA, you're eligible to get, get care prior to group six, period. And, and things change. So if you've asked before, it's fair to call and ask again. Bill, absolutely. You're absolutely correct. You definitely want to call. Even if you were ineligible or someone said no, ask again. Now, one other thing I want to uh, I get is how do I enroll in VA healthcare? 
there's three distinct ways you can enroll in, in VA healthcare. The first one, go to your local VA facility. Go to enrollment. You can sit down with a clerk. They'll go over your DD-214. They'll do the enrollment right there in front of you. That's the first way. The second way is to do it online. Go to va.gov. I say again, do it. You can enroll online at va.gov. Uh, you'll have to upload some information, but again, you don't need, need to leave home and you can enroll that way. And the third way you can enroll is by calling the Health Eligibility Center at the previous number. I'll say again, 877-222-8387. That's 877-222-8387. That's the Health Eligibility Center, and you can enroll online. Those are the three ways to get enrolled in the VA. And they can tell you if you're what priority group you're in, and they can connect you with your nearest healthcare facility. You know, one of the things that I, I think it's really unfair, I, I work with you folks regularly. So I know how hard you work to give benefits to our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines. You know, you don't fight them. You're not looking for reasons. But I had a guy tell me the other day, well, I went in there and they just looked for reasons to turn me down. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. First of all, they didn't make up those reasons. You're working under congressional decrees. That is correct. You know, there's no James A. Haley rule when it comes to enrollment and eligibility. You know, we have a mandated uh, rules based on congressional mandates, and those are the rules that we follow. I can tell you, we are trying every way to see if a veteran is eligible and to get them eligible. We are going to ask them questions that they didn't even think about. We're going to ask them, if you're a Marine, uh, I was never stationed at Camp Lejeune. Okay, did you ever spend any time at Camp Lejeune? Do you remember when? Oh, yeah, I went there TDY in uh -huh. 1980, uh, and I was there for, you know, two months. Okay, it says 30 days or more. Okay, then they're eligible. So sometimes, you know, we, we can help the veteran find a know, way in. Find a way to be eligible for VA healthcare. We're we're we are trying our best to get the our veteran the care that they've earned and the care that they deserve. I, I have people also calling me and saying, you know, I was in the Army National Guard, or I was in the reserves, or I was in the uh state militia. Is there any coverage for those folks? Yes and no. It, it really depends. I'll say it that way because now here's a part with the uh, National Guard and Reserves. If you deployed under Title 10, say you're in the National Guard and you were deployed to Afghanistan for a year, you are going to be eligible for care. Now, let's say that you're in the National Guard and you deployed for a local hurricane event in the state of Florida. Title 32, you would not be eligible. But if you deployed based on Title 10 orders to an overseas uh, location, you know, most likely you will be eligible for VA healthcare. But it really depends. And when we look at orders, we really want to look at the orders, where they went and what they did and how long they, they, that they were there for so we can give the veteran a definitive answer. You know, it, it, they're, like you say, it's good to have people like yourself and those phone numbers and things 
that they can actually call. Uh, I took one vet in, 96-year-old vet. Now, this was a couple years ago now. I took him into the VA to get him signed up. Never had signed up, naval vet. And unfortunately, I knew that his income was just Social Security. It was down under, under the minimums. But when we were sitting down with a person in the department, they started asking financial questions and found that he had taken $50,000 out of a 401k and gave it to his grandson to help him buy a house. And that knocked him out for the year. And these are little things that can, he would be eligible the next year. Unfortunately, he didn't make it to the next year. Like I said, there are some nuances when it comes to one's income and what the VA counts and what they do not count. So in that particular uh, example, they count all income. So if they took out something, even though that uh, veteran gave it to his grandson, it still counts as income. And in that particular example, it resulted in him not being eligible that year. There are some things out there. But again, what we would look at, I would look deeper into his 214 to make sure that we did not miss something. And what I normally do, if before I say no, I'll let one of our coworkers, I want you to review this one just to make sure, because I don't know everything, to make sure that I didn't miss anything. So before we tell that veteran that you're not eligible for health care, we're going to make sure that we've covered all the bases. We've got about two more minutes and no more than that. What didn't I ask that you really want to get across? What I want our veterans to know is you've earned this benefit. And I want our veterans to contact their local VA, call the Health Eligibility Center. We have great care at the VA. What I want our veterans to know is use those benefits that you've earned. Take advantage of them. Call us and let us see what you're eligible for. Let's do that phone number one more time very slowly. Sure. The number is to the Health Eligibility Center. The number is 877-222-8387. Just one more time. It's the Health Eligibility Center. The number is 877-222-8387. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And you should have your DD-214 in hand. I would recommend have your DD-214, your, your taxes, and maybe any orders, especially if you're looking at Camp Lejeune. If you have any orders that can specify time, I would have those three things readily available. Well, Thomas, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your coming on the program and being a supporter of Veterans Corner Radio for so many years. My guest today has been Thomas Hines, Acting Chief Health Administration services, James A. Haley, VA Hospital, one of the flagship hospitals. I appreciate you coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often, because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. 
Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner Radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.